0: He's got to put it up, step back, three-pointer,
1: bang, Jason Tatum from downtown, one clutch shot after another, he's got
0: 36. Hey everyone, it's Owen, um, I thought I'd say before the episode starts we are sorry about not uploading in so long, uh, we really have had no time, It's it's been 6-7 months since we last uploaded and we really have had no time, but um, we do plan on being back on schedule and back on track with everything. And our schedules are starting to free up, and we should be back to once-a-week episodes. Thank you, and enjoy this episode. Hi, how are we? This is Banner18, I'm Owen, that's James, and we haven't recorded in a long time.
1: I mean, it's not the have been bad, we are just busy, and we are also bad at recording well
0: well also when the celtics were bad we also had more content to put out yeah it was it was much easier to to do a an hour podcast about how how brad stevens was running the team into the ground and they were having semi-ogelay and basically i thought i could beat grant williams in a 1v1 the last time we like consistently uploaded so you know it's it's been a it's been a long time and they're really because the team has been so consistent and and we didn't we had sort of mutually agreed um, because the last time we recorded was the Kevin Durant rumors, Malcolm Brogdon just got traded and Danilo Gallinari signed. This was pre Gallinari ACL injury. We had basically like agreed. We weren't going to talk about Ime Udoka. Um, I don't, I know some of what happened and I, I know. And from what I know is it's, it's a bad situation and, we I could have said this from the day it came out. He won't. He won't. I don't know how Brooklyn considered him. He shouldn't ever get a job again in the NBA. Um, and it's it's not it's not like he like it. It's what it's towards female employees is is a bad. What he did towards them is, is just a bad look for a head coach. So yeah. that's that's all I'll say in this situation. Um, we'll move past and we'll go over. Basically, what we want to do is discuss.
1: We're doing all right with uh, Joe Missoula, so
0: yeah, I love I love Missoula. Missoula is awesome. But basically, what we're gonna do over is the team in general, what the team is gonna look like, and the trade deadline is in a week or two. So, uh, our I don't know if it's in a week or two, but whatever. Um, so we'll talk about all of that.
1: Yeah. Um. First of all, I have like sort of a hot take that you know about, but um. I, I hate Jalen Brown. Like, he sucks.
0: Well, so the, the thing with Jalen Brown is I... So, I know I said I wouldn't touch up on the Emei situation again, but so, Neil Long, who was Emei's partner, basically came out and said there was a Celtics player, a key, a key player who didn't like Emei. And he was the one who brought the news to the organization about what had happened. Naturally, I thought this was Marcus Smart. Because Marcus Smart, in previous years, has always been the issue. He's always been somewhat of the issue. The Kyrie, the bubble. He's always been somewhat of the issue. So I'd figured, whatever, it's Smart, doesn't matter. But then I'd thought about it, and and also Twitter kind of like pushed some of it towards me. It's Jalen Brown. But
1: well, why? Because
0: everything lines up perfectly. He. Given the green, like the complete green light that he wanted. Look at look at the difference between Jalen last year and Jalen this year. Jalen's more iso wing. He's putting his head down and driving more. He didn't do that last year that much. He has the ball in his hands more, and that's what he wanted. Is he wanted more control because he believed that he was limited in the Emay system, and Emay wanted to trade for Kevin Durant because those two are close.
1: I wish we did. I wish we did.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, but I know I can understand that, but the tr- the deal that was proposed that was by far and away the best deal Brooklyn got, and obviously they just turned it down, and I don't think they're complaining because they look good this year. But uh, the only the only thing there with them is they wanted smart, and I think you get to a limit. I think the Celtics the Celtics were obviously willing to trade Jalen and and Derek White. But the second they were, they had to contend with putting in Smart. Smart, I think that's when they were like, "Yeah, we're we're good."
1: Okay, but really though, Smart, really that like valuable to the team? Like, okay, yeah, yeah,
0: wait, 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 before I get crucified, because you
1: know he's such a good locker and presence, and he's team leader, point guard. Like, really? Well,
0: isn't yeah, he really
1: stopping you from getting Kevin it's, Durant?
0: It's more of a if you trade those three. Your starting rotation is it's it's still it's still a good rotation. It's Brogdon. I don't know what you do with the shooting guard. Maybe you throw Tatum at the shooting guard and put KD small forward, Al power forward, Rob center.
1: Or you run Tatum at the point forward and put Brogdon at shooting
0: guard. You could do that, but then you come to a scenario where your bench is Peyton Pritchard, Grant Williams, more Sam Hauser minutes. Danilo hadn't torn his ACL. Okay, uh, okay, but you you
1: away. you do understand that had we traded for Kevin Durant, we would have made other moves to fill the bench. True. So it's not like know, it's not like it would be this wrong. It's not like you'd be doing it from solely this roster. If you, the, you trade for Kevin Durant, you get got other pieces
0: back. But the only thing the only thing I took away from that was because I I had woken up to that chance that Sean's report, uh, that tweet about Jalen Brown. I it's not like I I was sitting in my bed like with the Kevin Durant or the Malcolm Brogdon rumors where they just come out that one I saw and and my first takeaway is oh you know Kevin Durant we offered a deal for Kevin Durant and then I kind of looked into it and it's weird to think about the fact that nothing has ever leaked in the Brad Stevens era Danilo Gallinari came out of nowhere Malcolm Brogdon came out of nowhere Josh Richardson nowhere Derek White nowhere Al Horford nowhere None of these moves have been like, oh, Boston is interested in so-and-so, like like Jakob Pertl the other day. Boston is interested in Jakob That came out. That's interesting because that's the first real leak outside of KD we have seen from this organization, which leads me to believe the Nets produced the fact that someone in the Nets organization produced the fact that that was offered to try and upgrade and lead teams to know, this is our asking price. If you can beat this. Yeah, I think that's I think that is exactly what happened. They they looked at that trade offer and basically said, you can report this. This is what we want teams to this is our, our lowest that we'll take.
1: Yeah, but I don't think they would have gotten a better offer than anything we could no, have given them. Even, even if they wanted to try to get the asking price up by leaking and stuff, they weren't getting they weren't getting anything else they wouldn't have done. They were
0: before. they were expecting like two all stars and seven to eight first round picks. And I think I think Brad Stevens took one look at that and said, Get the hell out of here. Cause really they some of the they did leak some of the nets that they offered. They tried to they tried to trade Katie for Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, which granted, they should have done that move because the Timberwolves, I don't want to talk about them, but they're a they're a whole situation because that Rudy Gobert trade might genuinely like beat out Danny Ainge. I don't know why teams make trades with Danny Ainge at this point.
1: He's because... he do, he plays it like he, he so him and um what's his name for the Thunder um Presty Presty Ainge and Presty are base are basically like in terms of trades like they're like two K my league except Ainge is more like aggressive and Presty's more just like get the picks, but either way, they both make ridiculous trades that pay out
0: like crazy. Well, Danny Ainge, he does not make a trade unless he is the clear-cut winner.
1: Well, that the Donovan Mitchell, like, I don't know, the Donovan Mitchell trade is really iffy there. They they did not win that trade.
0: They got got four to five picks, and Laurie is an all-star. Dude,
1: he's nowhere... Like you're getting, no, the, he's, he's you're okay, out, but you're getting Cavs picks. Cavs picks mean nothing now because they got so Don Mitchell it. and they are really good.
0: But he traded Rudy Gobert for. So Rudy Gobert trade
1: was definitely a win, but the Don Mitchell trade was bad. I think he, I think he could have gotten more for I Mitchell. I
0: think it's more of a they wouldn't have kept Mitchell around.
1: So, he he would have lost, and might as well get something for him. But that package sucks. You have to trade him to a non-contender because the Cavs' picks are going to be meaningless. You, that that pick is going to be in the high twenties, pro- mid mid to high twenties for the next five years.
0: Well, that's why I want the Celtics to trade their picks. And and I know people because I saw the, the asking price for Jakob Erdl is two first round picks, which is a lot. It's that's that's a lot. No, it's not from a contender. Well, hold on. For Jakob it's a lot. Because Jakob would be our, our third-string center. That's who, true. You know, he'll get minutes, but how many minutes is he get come playoff time? Because uh, Daniel Tice was our third-string center last year, and after Rob came back, his minutes just ceased to exist. I think he received a total of, like, 10 minutes in the finals. God bless. What, my, <laughs> what, what I'm saying here is, I, in, in hindsight, Jakob would be cool. But giving up your only asset outside of like Peyton Pritchard for two first-round picks, not the best way to go at it, especially because like Luke Cornett's fine. Cornett Cornett's perfectly fine. I don't I don't have an issue with yeah, but you
1: just that you don't count because you have like weird narratives for Cornett, Cornett and Hauser that like don't count.
0: No, it's not a narrative that I'm going off of here. It's it's the fact that Cornett is serviceable until the playoffs you don't need to to find this guy that's going to get crazy play. like the only like it's it's similar to how i want josh richardson or kyle kuzma kuzma is a, a bigger price than richardson obviously we could get richardson for like pritchard and a second kuzma is obviously a higher price and you'd have to give up the first-round pick for him which i do i uh, i think getting kyle kuzma is your guaranteed a championship um but well, the because because the thing is if if you get a forward or a wing you don't have to play tatum's much because right now when tatum comes off the bench next man up is sam hauser or grant williams not good. and and come playoff time grant grant will get his minutes he's part of the eight man no slight to him he'll get his minutes Sam Hauser's not going to get minutes in the playoffs. Your, your eight-man in the playoffs is going to be Smart, Jalen, Jason, Al, Rob, Brogdon, White, Grant. That's it. That's your eight-man. And sometimes they'll play Pritchard, and sometimes they'll play Hauser. I I don't think they're just going to go away. And same with Cornett, I don't think they're going to go away from them, especially because... Let me let me just look at the uh, the standings real quick because if the if the season ended today we'd have we'd be playing the eight seed and obviously there's a play-in tournament and everything but we'll just say we we'll, we're playing the eight seed that the the seven seed wins and then the eight seed wins against the nine and ten
1: so we'd be playing Atlanta which we obviously win
0: I'm not I'm not like fearful of Atlanta but they're a big dominant oh uh, actually no because they're gonna trade John Collins so. They still got Akongwu, and they have Clint Capella, and that's that's a bit fearful uh, come playoff time when you know Capella and Akongwu versus Al and Rob, and you know Rob, if he stays healthy, awesome. He's okay, uh, this
1: okay, but but then it's we're a top three defensive team in the league versus Trey yeah. Young who can't. Play well versus Trae Young, good defenses.
0: Trey Young has just not been good this season. I think that's just the best, the best way to put it is that Trey Young has just not been good this season. I love Trey Young, um, but he's not been very good. He's he's not been at the level that he's expected to, and and that that always oh the there's never win win trades in NBA history, but the Luca Trey deal no. No, that was not a win-win deal. I want I want everyone to listen to me. Luca for Trey Young was not a win-win deal. One team know. very clearly came out as winners, and it was right. the Atlanta. I'm just joking. It's the it's the Mavericks so easily. Win. All right, but I
1: looking on a hot take though. I don't think I think that if you swapped them, I, I I don't know. I don't know how to put this, but I think that it also has to. Is this like the, like the NFL QB series where it's like. It's not always the talent of the player that you're drafting, it's how they get developed in this in the system that they No, I do. think
0: I think it's the talent because Luca was cooking players when he was sixteen. He won an MVP in Europe at seventeen. Luca would have done this on any team. He just got he is I can't even say he got put the right situation around him because the only time Yeah, but record... Trail
1: but Tra- I think it that's like Treyon got the wrong situation around him. Like Atlanta's terrible, they've had like four coaches in his time like that's
0: that's terrible they've had lloyd pierce and nate mcmillan and Uh, neither of them nate mcmillan's mickey mouse run in the 2021 season is was was that was special i will tell you that was special because nate mcmillan i remember that he won like 15 straight games or something and i was losing it because this was the peak of it's time to get rid of brad steven's and I'd seen this team, because Nate McMillan was a good coach. I'm not, this is nothing, he's not that good anymore, but at the time, the Pacers had gotten rid of Nate McMillan the previous season, and everyone was like, what? What, what? what are we doing here? Why are we getting rid of this guy when he's done nothing wrong? McMillan had gone to the playoffs in like five straight seasons, just never gotten over the hump, and I think that was their whole You're good, man. We want to go in a different direction. And ironically, the different direction they went in was an even worse coach. Who... Nate Bjorkstrad, I think his name was. He got fired after one season because none of his players liked him. And one of his star players at the time, T.J. Warren, was coming off his Michael Jordan bubble era. T.J. Warren opted in to an ACL injury, or an ACL surgery, because he didn't want to play for Yorktown. So, yeah, that's that's how coaching coaching can determine a lot of things in players. Like like last year, Ime Udoka, he what he he got the guys to buy in. I think without Ime last year, I think we are seeing our third straight year of mediocrity from the Celtics. But he got these. I don't know what he said to them, but he got them to buy in. And Missoula is taking that to another level. He got the guys to buy in. And Joe Missoula is saying, all right, you're all bought in. I'm going to take us to our full potential.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, you guys got a glimpse of the finals last year. Like, let's actually
0: win it. And there's some moments that I'm looking at this team. And and they've said it themselves. They'll go into games against bad teams, and they won't try. Jalen Brown admitted to it. He won't try against a bad team. If you watch Al Horford, this was very apparent in the Warriors game. Watch Al Horford tomorrow night against um, Orlando and re-watch the the Warriors game. If you see Al Horford go into a post-up at least two to three times a game, he's trying. If he's not, and that game against the Warriors was him trying. And he had like 20 and 10 or something. Which also means to me that he's saving himself for the playoffs. So this team in the playoffs is going to be even better than the team right now. Because the defense is... Alright,
1: but no, that, that's easy to say. That's easy to say. They're saving themselves for the playoffs. And they could still... like like It's basketball. Anything can happen. They could still... Anything can happen. But the I, think,
0: I think they know last year that they were gassed. In the finals, because the turnaround really, it really screwed them over, because that turnaround. Yeah, had...
1: we went up like two one though. In the they series. went up two
0: one, but I, I, they did, they did lose their legs because they stopped. They just started missing jumpers. Tatum, Tatum clearly lost his legs. Uh, the only thing was, when when you're eighteen and twenty one on January sixth and. You're the seventh seed, and the season ends on, I think it was eight, my birth, I think April 16th, my birthday, I believe, is the final day of the season. That's when, you know, um, you have about a three-month period to go from the seventh seed to as best you can, and I think it just exhausted all of them. I think it got to a point where they were like, look, we've given everything we could to turn this team around and we're just, we can't do it anymore. Cause it was, they'd they'd have, sometimes they'd have two days off. Sometimes they'd have one day off. and Sometimes they'd have no day off. They didn't have the time they needed. And then it also included the fact that they went to four, they beat Brooklyn in four and that was a, they dogged that series out. That series could have gone either way. They, they went to seven against Milwaukee. That series should have gone to five or six. They Should have won that series, they yeah, tried- with, no- with
1: no Chris Middleton. Like, that's not
0: nah, The Bucs were not a good team, they're not a good team. And then, Miami, you should have taken care of Miami in six games. I will give them game one and one and three. That 2 1 lead, they were kicking our asses. Not even in game one, they were the Celtics were up like, like 10 at halftime, 10 15 at halftime. But the game, that game six, you are in Boston. You have to win that series. You have to win that. It saves you rest. Instead, they go to Miami, and that was. <sighs> I mean, if that Jimmy Butler shot went in, I I might not be on this planet anymore. I'm not gonna lie. That Jimmy Butler. Um, I'm over at my friend's house, and they're all they're all upstairs having dessert and brownies, and I'm in his basement watching the Celtics. Because they had gone upstairs with a 10 point lead left with like three minutes left. And I was like, I'm not going upstairs. I want to see my team go to the finals. So I waited it out. Yeah. It was Patel, it was Patel. It was Patel's house. So he's asleep. So Patel's asleep on his couch. And I'm I'm sitting there. And he falls asleep. It's like a 10-15 point lead. He falls asleep. And then there's like a minute left. And uh he wakes up, he's like, Did we blow it? I was like, yep. Yeah, yep, they blew it, and it came down to you know, they won and it was it was that might have been gloss. that was awesome, and then because someone someone tweeted the other day, uh it was the picture of it was a gift, it was a gift of Tatum. After they won game three against the Warriors. It was him like laughing while the clock is ticking down. It's like 12 seconds left in the clock. Someone tweeted that give. And I quoted it and I was like, this is, this right here. This was when I peaked in life. No,
1: One what, what's funny is that I vividly remember this. I vividly remember watching game four on my couch. And it was like second quarter. We were up by probably like 15 points in the second quarter. I was literally thinking about like going to the parade and like how oh, I was I gonna get to the parade. Like, oh, no, but like if you remember, game like quarter, like that's right before it fell off. It was like second quarter of game uh, four. We're up two one, and like we're on the road. Um, in round fifteen, I'm like, like oh my god, like I'm going to a, a parade for the Celtics. Like, because I, I obviously, ob- obviously too, there's an eight championship for us like meant nothing since we were like too young, and it's like oh my god, like we're going to a real Celtics parade.
0: I, I definitely we might be saved in our chats. I definitely texted you and said, "What are we wearing to the parade?" They were blowing the doors out of the Warriors in that game. And and it really felt like they're going to do this. They're going to go and win a championship. And it it felt it felt right. That game 3, I had seen that night was awesome. That was the, la- the the second to last day of school. School was ending the very next day. I had seen Top Gun Maverick with like seven or eight other guys. And um yeah, we were seeing and then school was ending the very next day and the Celtics were up two one in Boston still and it and the Warriors were all like Draymond was talking about how he was rattled and Clay was like, This is a hostile environment. And I really was thinking, oh, my God, we're going to win an NBA championship. Now, this year, uh, what sucks about the NBA is is every few years, there is a team that is just unfair to the rest of the league. And I don't like admitting it because I want there to be, like, some competition. And I don't want to sound, like, stuck up. But it's the Celtics are far and away the best team in basketball.
1: Okay, yeah, but at the same time, it's regular. It's NBA regular season. The, I've been saying this for a long time, the NBA regular season means nothing. It means jack besides seeding. It means nothing.
0: Like I know people will look at the standings. Like, like let me let me read it off because I know. Uh, where is it? Standings league. So right now, the Celtics are one point five games up on the league. They have one less loss than um, Denver, which in hindsight, you're looking at that and you're like, oh, um, Denver is right up there with the Celtics. Eh. The only thing with Boston is they don't try against bad teams. They could easily have six to seven less losses if they tried. They could have beaten Orlando in two games. They could have beaten um, the Pacers. Cleveland, Cleveland. they went to two overtimes against Cleveland. They should have won both those games. Um, the Bulls, the Bulls, like, should have beaten the Bulls. And uh, then who was the last one? Miami. Miami was on a, there's a back-to-back against, both games were against Miami. And it went to over that game went to overtime as well. We should have lost that game in their defense. Jalen Brown hit the most absurd shot I've ever seen. Like that. But the Celtics are when they're when they're trying, they're beating teams by 30 40. Except All right, for Golden Except it's, for it's, Golden Golden State.
1: It's a regular season though. Okay, ready. Let, let me let, let me propose you this. Let's take literally last year as an example. The Suns lose the finals after blowing a 2-0 lead. The next year, they come back and play by far the best NBA regular season basketball in the league. They were better than every other team by at least, like, 10 games. Well, in the, in the regular season. I don't think and they are
0: better than the Celtics at the end of the
1: season. In the, at the end of the season, yes, but in terms of standings.
0: In terms of standings, yeah, but, like, the last three months of the season, Celtics were the best team in basketball.
1: We are not at the last three months of the season yet. We are in January. This is when the Celtics turned it around last so, year. There is a lot of time left for any team to prove us wrong. Let me let me finish my scenario. Let me let me finish my scenario. Yeah, so, listen, the Suns are have the best record in basketball, and um, they lost in the semi in this Western semifinals. Not only that, they lost to just Luka Doncic. There was no one else in on the Mavericks team. It was yeah, that, Maver-
0: that Mavericks team, looking back at it, is, is very is very Mickey Mouse. I, I don't know how they did So
1: it's a Sun Sunset. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't take the right NBA regular season for granted. It doesn't mean anything. The Warriors won last year. In hindsight, the Warriors had a, probably a better roster. They were better coached in the finals because Steve Kerr had, what, six years of finals experience. They had more experience. They were the three seed in the Western Conference, and they won the finals. And it felt, and they won in six. This is what I mean: the NBA regular season doesn't mean anything. So
0: that's where, also, and, about I,
1: I, and lo, before before first, yeah, I, I, this is not me counting out the Celtics for the playoffs. I am just saying, I am not going to get too indulged in this, in whatever our record is, because I really just think the regular season's for seeding purposes. Unless the NBA changes it, there's really no incentive for. Talented teams to play hard like it is in college basketball or other sports because you kind of know who's going to be in the playoffs before the season starts. I know the play in did a better job of you know getting teams to get playoff appearances, but like let's be real, the Bulls, like the Bulls, with t- what the current 10 seed, like you think they're beating us, you think they're beating the Sixers in seven games? No, no, it's, it's a joke.
0: So, so my um, what I was about to say was. Uh, going on the, the three months, the turnaround there, the the parity in the NBA this year is going to be teams thinking that they're going to do that. And, and I've listened to people talk about it and it's going to screw up the trade deadline because teams like the Chicago Bulls think they're going to go from the current record of 21-24. They are currently 21-24. and The Chicago Bulls think they're about to go from 21-24 and to the the two seed, like the Celtics did last year. I I watch Bulls games. I have NBA League pass. I watch as many games as I can. That Bulls announcer, I don't know his name. I'm so sorry. I do not know your name. He goes out every time before in the last, like, week, two weeks, and was like, remember, the Celtics were around this spot at this point last year, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, dude, no, stop. The, the, the difference between the Celtics okay and the let Bulls. them know
1: let them let them oh, let other that. teams try
0: oh they can think that but the difference between the Celtics last year and the Bulls was number one the Celtics were just like they were losing close games I remember I don't know if I said it to you um but I had remembered I I was saying how at one point early in the season, the Celtics just as easily could have been sixteen and four as they were at their current record. Game. Oh no, that's true.
1: That we it was a lot of like, frustrating like. Close it wasn't.
0: It wasn't like I was like I don't remember what the record was. It was somewhere hovering around five hundred.
1: Yeah, what but there but there were some bad losses in there where like we got blown out and it felt like. Well yeah, that's there that were there were was... that's
0: why I said four because that the first two games maybe. Yeah. So the first game, I said, uh, "Let me let me look at their schedule. I wanna I wanna."
1: You just talk for a second while I find a schedule. All right. Well, um, what I was gonna say is, oh, you know what team I do like? See, is what I mean. This is what I mean by, I think the NBA regular season doesn't matter. The Kings are currently the three seed, and they played probably the second best, if not the best, basketball in the NBA. Talent wise, they won't win a playoff series. I mean, they'll win a They might win a playoff series. I. They won't get. They won't touch the finals, because I believe the NBA playoffs. Like I said, this goes along with my theory. The regular season doesn't matter. The playoffs are about talent. The Kings are playing great basketball, and if this is what college, if this is college basketball, the type of basketball they play would win them a championship. And I think they are really undervalued at three. And I, I, they're probably my favorite to get probably the one seed in the West. Yeah, I got it. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, almost. But the Kings, like, I love the Kings. I watch a lot of their games on League Pass. You know, it started off with, you know, some NBA player props. It's almost a 1 800 um, gambling. But it's, but like, I actually enjoy, like, I, enjoy, like, I hate watching them I get to the Rockets play basketball. I enjoy watching the Kings play basketball. They play good basketball. And I think everyone could agree with that. They, have, they play with a lot of heart. They play good defense. They they play hard. But they won't win a playoff series because it doesn't matter. Their, their record doesn't matter. They can't beat. You think they're beating the Grizzlies in a seven-game series? You think they're beating the Nuggets? In a, you think they're beating MVP Jokic in a seven-game series? No.
0: Okay, so 20 games in the season last year, the Celtics were 10-10. and 10. They had lost game one in double overtime. They could have won that. Game two, I counted it as a loss. They lost 115-83. to 83. That's cool. Game three they won, game four they won, game five against Washington they lost one sixteen to one oh seven. I believe they had like a ten point lead at some point that they blew. I counted that. Wizards double overtime they lost by three. Bulls they were up by twenty five at one point in that game and they lost by fourteen. That one sucks. Or I'm just looking at this real quick. Orlando and Magic were, or I mean, Orlando and Miami they had a back to back. They held both teams to under eighty points. That's incredible. Um, Dallas Mavericks. Luca buzzer beater. Uh, beat the Ma- beat the Raptors. Beat the Bucs. Cleveland lost on... Blue lead lost on a... Uh, Dennis Schroeder missed a game winner. Uh, beat the Cavs. Lost to Atlanta. So what am I counting losses here? I have... Raptors. Atlanta. Brooklyn and San Antonio. That's four. It's sixteen and four. So really they could have just as easily been sixteen and four. The Celtics at that point their defense was elite and they were they were just losing games. They weren't they were losing games like close games. They couldn't they were not on the right side of close games. The Bulls this year, God, I'm using the Bulls as an example. This is not um I could say this about like fifteen 15 yeah, yeah other teams. you teams. Yeah, you can I'm say just, it's about. I think oh, the Bulls man. are just the best. The Bulls are just the best example. The Bulls at this point, at this point, don't have something they can bank off of. Demar Derozan, sure, but you can't lean on Demar every night. Your bench is constant. Your 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 rotation is constantly injured. Billy Donovan wasn't as good as a head coach as Ime was, and and your defense isn't that isn't as good as the Celtics. Was. The Celtics maintained the number one defense in basketball by, like, a large margin for, I think, from, like, December on.
1: The Didn't we, did we have one of the best point differentials of all time from, like, January or yeah. February, February to April?
0: Yeah. Their point differential actually is, I don't know what the stat is. It's the plus-minus stat with Tatum on the court this season and with Tatum off the court this season. With Tatum off the court this season, the Celtics are at minus 11. With Tatum on the court, it's, like, Plus 600 or something like that. It's some absurd, absurd plus minus stat. Like he's him, him, and Jokic are the two players that are running away with like the plus minus stats, and that's why they're the favorites, the two favorites for MVP. Tatum, I, an MVP. I would love to attain MVP. I think I know that Jokic is like incredible, and the triple doubles and what he does at his size and how he, he leads his team. I, I understand, I know but you can't keep giving him MVPs. You know he's going to do it next year, and you know he's going to do it the year after that. And at what point do you look at that and say...
1: They won't give it to him for voter fatigue, which is... That's going to really annoy me. If Tatum wins and, like, Celtics Celtics could finish... This is just going to happen already. Real scenario, Celtics finish with the best record in the NBA by at least seven and a half games. Tatum doesn't have the most points per game, rebounds per game, or assists per game. But has some of the best plus minus stats, some of the best true shooting percentages, etc., advanced stats. And it's South, sort of the, the clear cut best team in the NBA. And he's the clear cut best player on that team. And people will say that he won it because of voter fatigue. And it'll be tainted. Like, I, it's a real scenario. You know? Look, I, I'm I think, you I think it's going to happen.
0: I think it's just the right way for the NBA to move because you're, you can't give the guy three MVPs in a row. You didn't even give LeBron three MVPs. Uh, please fact check that. I I don't know if I'm.
1: No, but, that's true. That's you're so right. So
0: LeBron. Oh yeah, it's Larry Bird and Kareem I believe are the only two players to ever win three MVPs in a row, but. LeBron. Look look at LeBron in the 2010s. He could have won MVP every single year. Yeah. He he could have, but they didn't give it to him because it's boring giving LeBron the MVP. Why is it so exciting to give Nikola Jokic MVP?
1: It's not. Nobody likes him as MVP. It's not. It's the not stat nerds
0: like him because he leads the NBA in in Raptor and LeBron and, and and WAR and and batting average. He leads the NBA in all the all the advanced stats.
1: Yeah, because the and hell it,
0: cares.
1: And they also like him because you know he's he's. I'm not gonna discredit his playmaking abilities. But they basically built the entire offense around giving him the ball at the post and either passing it or taking it for a layup. So, like, they, they basically made an offense around him being a playmaker so he can kind of staff have the assist. Look,
0: the, all I'm saying is the eye test tells me that Tatum is nice and Jokic is cool, but he doesn't have the the stuff to But,
1: but, 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 you know, you, you're right. But you're also right because Jokic doesn't have like the five for like 19 nights that Tatum has, which is why it kills. Like those nights kill Tatum. Cool. Like, like, like this. This is what I'm saying. LeBron, even his MVP years, it never really had those nights because obviously it was a different game. You're not shooting as many threes. And there's not as much high volume shooting. But like, it kills. It kills when Tatum like. Cause Tatum will have the nights where he's really hot. But that's expected of, MV- of an MVP. Tatum well, has yeah. an three where he goes 5 20. Like, that. that like, we really, because really, you're, the main reason, like, Tatum would get it for, in terms of, like, statistically, it's points because he's a scorer. He's a ball yeah, down. Yeah, So, that's what
0: you thing.
1: But you can't have where you're 5 for 20.
0: Well, yeah. That's, that's the thing between the two guys. Uh, Jokic, Jokic isn't a guy who's going to get the ball at the top of the key and just start isoing your team's best defender. That's what Tatum does. Tatum is a primary scorer. That's what he looks for. But when he has a bad night, it's not like he just... Um, it's not pretty. When he has a bad shooting night, it's not like he tries to shoot himself back into it. This is apparent in the finals. If people look at Tatum's, like, his points and his shooting splits in the finals, mm-hmm. and are like, this is disgusting. Which, yeah, it was. But... He was the Celtics' best player in that series. Like, like nothing on Jalen. Jalen was the best scorer. Tatum was rebounding the ball. He was getting, like, 12, 15 rebounds. And he was playmaking. Because when Tatum... Uh, Ime put something in his head. I don't know what it was. Because the year before, Tatum was an all-right playmaker. He wasn't good, per se. But he wasn't awful. He was, like, somewhere in that range. What Tatum turned into last year, and now this year, is... He's a good playmaker. He's an average five assists by the end of the season, which is incredible because he never was like a good playmaker. He's going to finish his season, which I hope around 31 points per game, eight or nine rebounds and four or five assists. You look at those numbers in previous years, MVP right there. But he's not going to win scoring title and he's not going to win it by like four different players. Which is nuts. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is averaging like 32. uh, Not James Harden. Joel Embiid is averaging like 34. Luka Doncic 34.
1: I have a little bit of a hot take. I think that for MVP the other stats leave it up to the regular season. I, I really think MVP should include the playoffs. Like Jokic, last year in the playoffs, keep in mind, this is without Jamal Murray. So, he is literally the only weapon they have. 31 points per game. Impressive, right? Well, no, because he averaged five turnovers per game. Five. His, his plus-minus was minus 44. So, you can't even bring up one of the stats where it's like Nicole, like the team is plus-minus with or without Nicole Jokic. Because he played basically every minute of the game. Only put up thirty points per game. Only I know that sounds bad, and really like well, obviously you know they didn't succeed in the playoffs once again. Like I think he's a regular. He's a regular season like
0: demon. You know I I, I think granted that that Nuggets team sucked. I mean that Nuggets team was not. I think he he deserved MVP last year because no no I agree (laughs) I
1: agree but it's like. I think if you factor in the playoffs and like if he did something like that this year, like that's not like really like he's the best player in the league, the like the best player in the league. And like the rest that Nuggets team wasn't good, but it was competent enough to go farther than they did that that Western Conference last year. Not great. Three good three two debatably three good teams. Warriors, Grizzlies, um, Mavericks, Mavericks, were really just Luca like really
0: no i i get it you're you're not wrong um uh, the the nuggets i look i i really look back at that nuggets roster aaron gordon wasn't as good as he was last year will barton was awful um i don't remember who else that k i think they had kcp or no they just traded for kcp uh i don't remember who they had but they had like a group of players who were just not good at the game of basketball and it. It sucked for Jokic because he couldn't benefit off of it. He he wasn't gonna get far in the playoffs with that roster. I I think if, if you swapped Embiid and Jokic on those two teams, I think the the Sixers would have won the finals, and the um the Nuggets would have been a lower seed. I think
1: I one hundred percent just... agree. But you want to know what's funny is that after someone wins after someone wins Rookie of the Year, they are consensus the best player in that draft class unless something else drastic happens. Like, for example, John Morant and Zion. Like, John Morant was like, one rookie of the year, but obviously Zion was injured, um, and they're both very good. But in the grand scheme of things, and I know Ben Simmons no, didn't work out, but in the grand scheme of things, when a player wins rookie of the year, they are seen the next year as the best player in that class because they just won rookie of the year. Or defensive player of the year, similarly. Actually, I I wouldn't say that about Marcus Smart, but, um. But here's the thing: Nikola Jokic has won two MVPs in a row, and I think if you pulled every NBA fan and even NBA coaches, you would. The consensus is that Nikola Jokic. If you ask someone who the best basketball player in the world is, he probably is, barely in the top three. Like if in terms of raw talent and just how good they are. No, I think,
0: I like think you're not. Been... You're not.
1: You're not. You're not pulling Nicole Jokic at one, even though no, he just won two MVPs no. in a row.
0: I think. I think the like the top three hoops players right now are. Uh, I, you could put them. I hate ranking players. You could put them in whatever order you want, but I think it's um, it's it's Jokic, Giannis, Luca, whatever order you want. Those are the best three players in basketball. Curry's
1: right Curry's also right there.
0: I think right outside of that is is Curry, Jokic. All right, I so not Curry, Tatum, and Le- uh, not LeBron. Curry, Tatum, and Kevin Durant. Those are your top six players in basketball. Yeah, uh, I'm missing someone. I know I am because I saw a list. It was like six players. Like is Tatum better than anyone on this list? And everyone was like, "No." It was six players. I don't remember who the sixth player was. Um, was it Kawhi? Kawhi's it definitely was Kawhi. I don't remember. Well. It maybe may have been Anthony Davis or LeBron. But Tatum's better than LeBron this year. Tatum's better than Anthony Davis this year. I don't – there's – you can't look at this this Lakers team and say, yeah, LeBron James is better than Jason Tatum this year. I think if Tatum – if Tatum and LeBron swap teams, I think the Lakers would
1: – Oh, boy, that would be a disaster. I would – like, you know what, if, if you had to swap – and even if they had – even if they, you knew they were going to swap back, hypothetical scenario, LeBron and Tatum, you, you have the chance as a Celtics fan to swap LeBron for Tatum. For justice here, and you get Tatum back, and they get LeBron back after this year on their contracts. No one would, no one in their right mind would consider doing that, and every Lakers fan would do that in a second. Exactly. You know, you know that's true. Eight but seconds. what about Yo- what about Jokic? Would you have for Jokic? If you could, if you could have the chance to swap Tatum and Jokic for just no, this season,
0: no, I think there. I don't think there's anyone in the league that would trade Tatum for at the moment, and that's the best player in the league. I think he just fits this team better than anyone else in the league. Maybe Luka. But I think... That's a lot. I, think, I m- would trade Tatum for Luka. That's my one exception.
1: I think... I think if you ask Nuggets fans the same question, I don't think Nuggets fans would trade Jokic for Tatum. No, they
0: wouldn't. They wouldn't. I think it's... And that's right. That's fair enough. It's the same with Kevin Durant. I wouldn't trade... and uh, Nets fans would trade Kevin Durant for Jason Tatum. I will tell you that. Um, But I wouldn't trade Kevin Durant. I wouldn't trade Jason Tatum for Kevin Durant. I wouldn't trade him for Steph Curry. Honestly, I wouldn't trade him for Giannis. Giannis wouldn't fit this offense. This offense already has a starting center who can't shoot. The whole Bucks offense relies on their starting four outside of Giannis being able to shoot the ball. It relies on Brooke Lopez being one of the best shooting centers in basketball. Uh, Drew Holiday being able to shoot. If Pat Connaughton or um, Grayson Allen, whichever one of them starts, they're both shooters. They need them to shoot. And it needs Chris Middleton be, to be able to shoot the basketball. If when one of those guys or when or sorry, if you don't surround Giannis with shooters, it's not, it's not good. It's, it's a, it's very bad for the team.
1: I, I have a question. Right. So do you think the South? Celt- okay. What do you think happens? In series seven Celtics versus nuggets right
0: now. That's honestly probably the finals. Uh, it's hard to tell, because the season series is split, and the second game was BS. It was like a, I think it was a back-to-back, they were like at the end of the road trip, it was it was maybe New Year's Day, and the team looked hungover, and there was the whole thing with the rim.
1: Oh, I was, yeah, I, I, I know
0: you're talking about. I sat in my grandparents' den for like 45 minutes, watching them fix the rim. That was a great, ah, that wasn't a good day because my head was killing me. This was like unofficially day one of COVID for me. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, and Jared Stidham threw for 400 passing yards and three touchdowns. So that was, that was a good day for me. And, uh, you know, they all, all the players kind of had a bad game. Jalen, Jalen had a good start to that game. But they just kind of fell apart. Tatum Tatum had his twenty five points, but like it was a bad twenty five points. It wasn't a good one. I think he was like over for six from three or something like that.
1: But all this, right, do, do, the, do this. What happens between the Celtics and the Kings in a seven game series? Oh, the
0: Celtics wiped the floor with them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the what was the score of the last time we played the Kings? I I know we played them, and I know it was a blowout. I don't remember what the final score was. Celtics. It, 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 a
1: team that scares me is honestly the Pelicans. Like I don't think we should, Like I don't think. I, I don't know. I think the Pelicans match up all against us, and it scares me. One twenty two
0: to one hundred four. I remember specifically, there was a portion during this game. It, so the first quarter was thirty six to twenty two. There was a portion during this game where the Celtics were on like a thirty one to two run or something like that. Like they were on some absurd run. Tatum had 30, Brown at 25, Brogdon only had five. Um, Horford at 13, Dark White at 16, Marcus Smart only had four points. No, this was pre-Robert Williams, Grant Williams had two points, Peyton Pritchard at nine, Pritchard led that, led that like 30-point run. Uh, Luke Cornett, four points. JD Davison, two points. That's awesome. Like collectively. This was not a good win for the Celtics. And they still blew the doors off them. The only two teams I believe could actually match up with the Celtics in the NBA finals. If, if they go. Like, knock on wood, if, if they go to the finals. The only two teams that could match up is Golden State and um, Denver. Because the two seed in the West right now is, is the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies, uh, I don't want to be an asshole, but the Grizzlies don't move me that much. Pelicans move me. Pelicans move me if
1: they're healthy. That's true. Yeah. The only issue is... My take is, granted, they're healthy.
0: The only issue is they're not healthy. Brandon Ingram has played less games than Zion this season, which is nuts. I don't know how that happens. Zion looked like a top 15, 10 player when healthy. Only issue is, he got hurt and was out. I don't remember when he got hurt, but it was like a two, three-week injury. It's definitely been two weeks since he got out. I don't... They'll announce a timetable soon. So really like the the west as a landscape is not very good you have That's the right. two you have the two teams at the top the two teams at the top are 30 win teams i think they have like 13 14 losses the third seeded kings are 25 and 18 and i'm like not even looking at my phone this is off this is off the top of my head the the third seeded kings are 25 and 18 Versus the East, where it's like 35 win Celtics, and then it's like 27 win Nets and Bucks. It's a large drop off, mm-hmm. and I don't know. So, so they played last night. They played. So the Celtics played the Raptors last night, and I didn't watch a single second of the game. I can't lie. I had work during it. I I did not watch a single second of the game. So I, but I was able to see like the Keith Smith tweets, the the Greeny tweets, um, John Corrales, J King. I was able to see all those tweets, and it seemed like a weird game because I was reading their tweets. And Smart got injured; he's day to day. Rob got injured; he's healthy. Dark White got injured; he's healthy. Um, Tatum was already out. So they were injured. They were there. I don't know what their closing five was, but I want to guess it was something around Pritchard, Brogdon, Jalen, maybe Cornette and Al. I don't look, I, I, uh, Grant and Al because Grant, Grant had 25 points, I believe. Grant had a good game. It's a good game for Grant Williams, a 25 point game.
1: I want to try Grant Williams.
0: No, they'll they'll extend him. They won't. Brad Stevens.
1: He doesn't. He does not fit this team.
0: Why doesn't he fit the team? He does. He plays defense and he can shoot the ball. And now he can. He can post up too. There's not much more we can ask for a guy.
1: There is though. Like
0: when Tatum comes off the
1: floor, like that's the next option. And I love Grant. No, I, I'm, prou- I'm proud. I'm proud of Grant.
0: That doesn't mean you trade Grant. That means you look for a better piece at the trade deadline to come up. Because right now, what the Celtics are trying to do is they're trying to they're trying to. They're offering up picks to try and get a player from team. This is what I've been hearing. So what the Celtics are doing is they're luring picks first and seconds to try and pry players away from team. So, yes, I do think the Celtics are going to make a trade at the deadline. For who? I don't know. I don't think Jakob Purtle is going to be a, that the player they trade for. You could play this clip back if they want, if you want, if they make a trade for Pertl. I don't think Jakob Purtle is the guy they go to. I think they're going to get a player that comes out of nowhere. That... One thinks isn't going to get traded, like literally just a confident lane, just like yeah, like last lane. year, Derek White. Who knew Derek White was available? I don't think anyone knew Derek
1: White was available. He, he was. It, it was that ever wanted Dejounte Murray, so the Spurs were, had their hands full with the Dejounte Murray situation. So we swooped in and got Derek White. For, we, needed, we, we needed guard play, and we got it because they were they had their hands full with Dejounte Murray.
0: Yeah, but they also traded Schroeder in the same day. So they obviously they they, not like they
1: they need like competent card play.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I think trading Schroeder, um I think they were planning to trade Schroeder. Obviously they were. And their whole thought process was if we're trading Dennis, we want um what am I trying to say? If we're trading Dennis Dennis Schroeder. We want a guard that can replace it. And I'm guessing they talked to teams around the league and they weren't able to draw interest for Schroeder. So then they were like, Evan, call up Dallas. Let's bring Tice back as a rob insurance. Good move. Worked in the playoffs. Not complaining. And a guard is Malcolm Brogdon. Perfect. No complaints about that trade. One of the best trade deadlines. But what makes me look at this team and, and with the trade deadline coming is that Brad Stevens is still a coach at heart. You don't switch from. It doesn't take two years to like fully accept the GM role. He's still new to it. It's still it's still processing for him. It'll take him a bit to like fully kick in. But he knows about chemistry, and he knows you need yeah. to have chemistry to win a, as a team. And if he goes out and he trades Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard, that messes up some of the chemistry. Josh Richardson... Trading Josh Richardson messed up some chemistry. I will I will tell you that. But it worked out for them.
1: Definitely and needed I, to do that.
0: And I think... I think... Look, I want to bring Josh Richardson back. If you can bring back Josh Richardson, awesome. That's perfect. That's your wing right there. That's a wing who can shoot and who can score. That's literally like the perfect move for you is to bring him in or get some other player like that. I think you can throw Galmanari around because you have the ability to move him and... What's his use? He's gonna be what 35 next year? And he's gonna be coming off an ACL. Uh actually. He may come back by the playoffs. I wouldn't consider moving him. Maybe they're looking at now that I'm thinking. About it. So they're they're throwing picks around. This literally just hit me. What if they don't trade for Wing? What if they trade for a center? They don't trade for uh, game
1: that's game. like that doesn't because do that they anything.
0: believe Danilo Gallinari is gonna return by the deadline. Um uh, return by the playoffs.
1: So you're assuming he's going to return fully healthy and he will be at the he'll play at the same level he did before after not having played basketball for virtually a year. Yes. <laughs> that is like
0: it wasn't virtually a year. He got injured. He got injured playing Euroball. That... No, it's not. It's this is not my belief. This is like, what if like Brad Stevens is thinking this? Is thinking we can get this guy back by the playoffs? I don't want to trade him. In the case that he's good enough for us,
1: yeah. But there's too much at stake like this season.
0: Oh, I think they should trade him. I I'm not one that's like keep him. He could he could be good for us next season. No, trade him if you can get a better piece. Goodbye. Sayonara. Thank you for your six months of service. I don't care. Get off my fr- get off my franchise. I want to win a title. If you can, if you can go to like find a team with a competent wing who are like selling, like like Kuzma, Richardson. Uh I would say Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross will never be. They're gonna—they're gonna keep Ross for life. Let me look at the. Let me look at the standings real quick. Oh. Uh, uh, please NBA standings. Kuzma, Richardson, um, Bogdanovich from Detroit, Kelly Ubre, Tell- Terry Rosier, um, Jordan Clarkson. Um, I'm like looking at the Lakers. I'm like, yeah, no, no, thanks. Even OKC, the, the bottom of the West kind of sucks. There's like it's like Jordan Clarkson and maybe some players on Utah. Mm. And then like OKC won't trade us. Maybe, maybe like uh what's his name? Darius Baisley, but like yeah. Portland won't trade us anyone. Remember when Portland was the one seed?
1: I I do actually
0: <laughs> Portland was the one seed. They're not in the play-in right now. They're three games under 500. Uh, Lakers, no thanks. I will not take anyone from your team. And then the drop-off from the Lakers and Spurs is hilarious. It goes 21 and 25, and then 14 and 32. The Spurs, and, um, the Spurs have like Doug McDermott and Josh Richardson, and then outside of that, like and and Jakob and then outside of that, I don't like. <laughs> and then Houston, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's cool. Eric Eric Gordon's a cool guy.
1: He's not a game changer though. Like, he's not a
0: game changer, but he's a wing. Let me look at Houston. Let me look at their roster. Show me their roster.
1: Who well, they're gonna recommend? be hes- they're they're gonna be hesitant to kill Caps today so they can, um, make hope like signings this year because they're gonna could like. could they, KJ, they have they, they have Green Smith. Um, they're two really long term pieces, and then could whoever um, they draft this year
0: could KJ Junior be available? Or KJ Martin,
1: maybe, maybe, but like,
0: I was about more... to say, I was about to say Rudy Gay, but he's thirty six. If you're gonna make a deal with uh, Utah, you want either Vanderbilt, Olenek, Malik Beasley, or Jordan Clarkson. If you're not getting one of those guys, you don't want to make a deal with them. Spurs, Spurs wise. Um, Zach Collins, Josh Richardson, Doug McDermott, Jakob Pertl. That's just not. <laughs> no. Uh, Detroit, I can tell you off the top of my head, is just Bowen. Charlotte, Kelly Oubre would be cool. I would mess with Kelly Oubre. Like, I think Kelly Oubre would be awesome for this team. And yeah, then- I I wouldn't actually to the pickup. And then I'll look at I'll Atlanta. I don't think Atlanta sells, but I'll look at Toronto just because Toronto is not very good. They might sell. Um, they. Oh God, They might not sell any of these players. Oh, oh, they are. They're gonna trade one of Siakam, Gary Trent, or Fred Van Fred Van Ville, or um Og. You can't. Mm. You we can't afford any of those players, right?
1: We can't. No. We without can't. giving up like
0: a key piece, they can't. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine getting Pascal for like Jalen Brown? Oh my god. That's like game changing, Pascal Siakam for Jalen Brown. Do you do that? Yes, I would do that. Oh my god, yes. You take pressure off of Tatum. Like. Obviously, Jalen is pressure off him, but Jalen is, like, takes points away from him. Like, we need the Tatum MVP race to go up. But Siakam, Siakam can produce more. I don't know. I'm, like, uh, it'll, it'll never happen. It will never happen. Yeah, but Basket you lose on- so
1: much value with the guard play. Like, do we really need more, like, no like, 4, three, four five play? 25-8-6 like, no.
0: and six on 47-36-75. Those aren't bad splits against Boston the other night. He had 29, 10, and
1: 9. Yeah, but he's shooting. Sackham he, is like a 56% true shooting percentage season. Like, that's he's also consider this. What are we going to do with like what are we going to do with our guard situation after that happens? Because oh, I was
0: wrong. I was wrong. He's shooting 47, 31, and 76. I was looking okay. at his home his home splits, not his regular season splits.
1: No, but okay, like what do we do with the guards there? So like w- what lineup do you run? You you lose bro I mean, unless you put what Tatum at the two, you lose um you lose like so much value. Why don't you have football.
0: Al Warford come off the bench?
1: Okay, but then what do you do? Um no, <laughs> I mean
0: Smart, White, Tatum, Siakam, Rob.
1: You think that team wins a championship?
0: Yes, I think they win. a the championship if you take bro. Jalen Brown off the team.
1: I, I know I do. I think, but I think I think if you wanted to move Brown, which I wish we did, I think you would have had to have done it by now because it's yeah, they won't move him. It he's, feels like we're too far in.
0: He's here for life. I'll tell you that. He, he, he's now
1: like... it feels like now, if you want to move Brown, like you would be, you would have you would have to force the trade onto someone else, and like you would not be getting. Because we, re- we really need – we don't need more bench pieces. We need star power. Star power is what wins championships. That's why we couldn't beat Golden State last year. Because Tatum, who's what – who was 24 years old, was our best player. And, you know, they like, locked him up, and we, we couldn't we couldn't shoot the ball. So you need star power. And obviously, Jalen Brown is not sufficient as a second star in a championship team. I have – like, that's very apparent. A lot of – sublux Twitter will tell you otherwise because, you know – they love the Brown Smart Tatum trio, but in reality, no, they
0: don't. they half hero. of half of Celtics Twitter. Look, the my favorite point part: Celtics game will end a Tatum good a Tatum game. It's all Tatum fans going at Jalen fans. A Jalen game. It's all Jalen fans going at Tatum fans. The one A. Let me tell you the one A one B scenario. No, stop. It's not. Yeah, it's a not 1A1B. real. But it's stop. not real. At one. And then two is Jalen. I
1: said, no, it's, it's more like the media. And, like, it's more like, you know, Scal. Like, that's the type of stuff Scal talks about with, you know. And, like, it's, you know, oh, Jaylen, the Brown-Tatum duo. And you'll see all, like, these NBC Boston-Brown-Tatum, like, duo stats. Like, like not no. Like, you this, this duo does not win a championship. Let, let's just be real. No, they'll
0: win a championship. They'll win a championship, and it'll be
1: meaningful. If you it's add it's... more star power, the, like, this team debatably has enough star power. This is if I think this year the the NBA competition is like terrible. And I don't know what's going on. The, the, there's odd parity. Um but even this year I don't feel confident we win the championship. As I was saying, the regular season means nothing. Like I like if we started the playoffs right now, I'm not confident that we win the championship. So, I'm not I'm not confident we beat every team in this league by in a seven game series.
0: So my my viewpoint here is Um I know, I think you have a duo, and I think yes, it's meaningful to win a championship with them. The whole the whole thing behind not trading Jalen for KD was it'll be meaningful to win a championship with two guys you drafted. I agree. This Who cares? Who cares? This this starting five outside of Al and I'm honestly I'll count Al. He's been with us through thick and thin outside of leaving for the Sixers because he thought our starting point guard was going to be Marcus
1: Smart. Yeah, great. Yeah, you have your feel-good story in Al Horford. Like, come on. No, right. I, I'm I, saying,
0: I I'm saying, I agree. It's meaningful to win. It is. I don't, I don't disagree. However, would you rather win one, ch- at least one championship, with a meaningful story, or line up for four in a row because you have the best offensive duo in NBA history with, with Kevin Durant know... and Jason
1: Tatum? Yeah, you know my answer. I would give me Kevin Durant all day. Listen, at this point, like if you like look at the longevity of Tatum versus um, Brown's career, like Brown is disposable. If you really care about Brown's career more than Tatum's, you're like you're lost. Yes, I don't. Uh, I, I liked, uh, so, like. There are people that are actually like that, and it's like I don't know what to tell you. Like you are a lost soul. Go root for him when he puts up 38 a game in San Antonio by himself. Go, like, you know, you go have your victory laps. Go have your parade. then. But I want to see Tatum win like five MVPs and you know a few championships because guess what he's he has real talent.
0: So um, where I was about to go and say was, you know about the contract situation after this year, right? Not with Grant, with Tatum and with Tatum and Jalen. Yeah, you know. So basically, what what the deal is is, if Jason Tatum is all NBA, which he will be, he has it locked up. He's eligible for a five-year, $300 million extension.
1: Sign him now, instantly.
0: And and that's the because th- there are still Lakers fans who are like, oh, we'll have him. His contract is ending, we'll have him. He loves the city, first of all. I think that's, I think him signing, he'd sign like a five-year, like $100 million deal. <laughs> yeah, but you offer the guy $60 million a season. You have to, to, play. to He literally is the culture
1: too. It's not like Jalen if you off to Jalen Brown, I mean like he takes but like Jason Tatum is literally the entire culture of the city and he does, He's the uh, face
0: of the city. And I think uh, in,
1: in terms of basketball, not no obviously. in terms of sports. David
0: Boster, me.
1: All right. No, I, no one cares about me. Raphael not.
0: Devers, Raphael Devers is Mac Jones. Jason Tatum yeah. Mac Jones, Matt on or Marcus, Marcus Jones is the best player in that team. Um, really looking at the roster or looking at the city, Jason Tatum is the face of your city. You'll lock him up. You'll have him for life. Wait, so are we, whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. are we really discussing whether or not Tatum would sign back here or not? Let's that's, that's silly. No, I'm not. I'm saying
0: you lock him up. You have him, you'll have him. Yeah. Jalen Brown will be all NBA. Because at, he'll be a guard. Uh, actually, let me think about this. Curry and tr- Curry and Shea Booker.
1: Kyrie would get a position over him.
0: No, because Ky- the, med- the media votes for it. The media doesn't like Kyrie. Mm. So hold on, let me let me think real quick.
1: Yeah, but you can also they call Brown can also get forward votes because he's both. So so
0: no, he'll get guard votes. He won't get forward. He'll get guard votes. So so Luca. Shay, Curry, Jaw. That's four. Donovan. Don- Mitchell. Don-
1: okay, so Donovan Mitchell.
0: And then Jalen, or I would, I would honestly
1: give the D- I would rather vote for De'Aaron Fox on well, uh,
0: Jalen. Jim I'll Brown. say Jalen just because it's the same people that vote for MVP vote for All NBA and Tatum and Jalen is currently um, ten on the MVP ladder. So I'll tell you that at the moment, sure, I'll give I'll give Jalen the, the All NBA spot because, um, you know he he's yeah he's in MVP voting. Really. But if you're a Celtics fan right now, you're you should be voting. You should be like rooting against Jalen Brown and all the All NBA, like like not not to be like an asshole to him and be like, oh, I don't want this guy to be All NBA because it's bad for the. I don't. I don't like him. No, no, no. Bad no for no. the Tatum you discourse. No, no, it's not. It's nothing about the play. It's nothing about Tatum or or our viewpoint on Jalen Brown. It's money. Yeah, it's. If you want to be capital. able to sign people, you can't like afford this. If Jalen Brown, and this is where I'm leading to, if Jalen Brown makes an All NBA team, he is eligible for a five-year, two hundred eighty-five million dollar contract. You. Cannot afford just remember you have to pay Grant Williams too. You can't afford to pay Jason Tatum 60 million a year, Jalen Brown what is it, 52 million a year, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. You're gonna have to extend at some point. Derek White's under contract, Smart's under contract. Al Horford, did they extend Horford?
1: Um, I believe. Did believe they, I
0: believe they gave Horford a two-year extension. I might, yeah. I'm might. i checking on I, that. No, that sounds all right. It's no. like his birthday or something. Actually, no, Posternock think, just scored as I'm speaking. Um,
1: think know. about this. Think about this. You either – so say Brown gets the All-NBA and Tame already has the All-NBA. You either have to go into Capel and pray that this duo works – or you kind of have to start from square one in making this a star-studded so, team.
0: Um, Boston Celtics center, I'll, geez, this was December first. This feels like it was over the summer. Um, Boston Celtics center Al Horford has agreed on a two-year, twenty million contract that, uh, that that ties him to the franchise through his 39th birthday. That will be his final contract of his career, right? Yeah, he's not. Okay, okay. No, so, no
1: team will sign him after that.
0: So you get through, you get through these final three years of Horford. So you have him under contract for the next three years. Then you need to work on his replacement, which at the moment would seem like it's Grant Williams. I'm okay with that. Grant's still developing. He'll, he'll be a good Horford replacement. Yeah, sure. Um, so, but you need to afford Grant. You need to keep Grant on. And then you need to keep Jason on, and you need to keep Jalen on. Jason will stay. Jalen will stay. You have the contracts for both of them. You have the three hundred million for Tatum. That's locked up, I believe. they're I I know Tatum's already knowing he's about to get sixty million a year. I think he's already prepared for it. Jalen Brown, <laughs> like, yeah, they'll pay him the two eighty five if he's once he's eligible. If he makes all NBA, if he's eligible, I promise you they're going to give him that two eighty five deal. They will.
1: And you know, that's fair considering this free agency class is very bad.
0: I don't want it though. I don't want to give Jalen Brown that. Coffee. But what's the other?
1: What's the other choice? What do you do? Like, what? Would what you not gonna sign him and just leave the leave that blank? And what do you? No. So you, you otherwise, you, you do because even if it means you trade him. Just think about it. Um, you either so if you don't sign him, well that that whatever that noise is it's very loud.
0: You you. It's, if you don't uh, mince with with Leo Messi as the as the container. I don't know. I don't know if these are good or not because uh, these are from 2019. So I'm just gonna put them here because those would probably kill me if I tried to eat them.
1: Okay. Um. <laughs> if you sign Brown, if if you don't sign Brown, what are you gonna do? There's no free agents. The best, the I like the best ideal scenario if you don't sign Brown is you would have to either trade for a star, which we do not have the resources to do, or you pray that you get Chris Middleton in free agency, because realistically, he's the best option. No!
0: No! Okay, no, so no. that's what
1: I mean. That's what uh, I mean. I'm not
0: saying, no, they'll keep Jalen. If, they if they didn't trade Jalen for Kevin Durant, they're not getting rid of him. So they'll extend Jalen. They'll extend Tatum. Um, they'll give... What's his name? Uh grant the deal oh and like because we gotta wrap this up soon i want to finish off with the buyout market if they don't make a deal at the buy at the trade deadline they'll they'll sign someone the buyout market this team will this roster we're looking at right now either there'll be one less player one or two less players and some new faces or there's just going to be same roster with new faces because when players get bought out because we know a bunch are going to get bought out it's there's gonna be a lot that there's gonna be a lot that are like flipped in trades that teams just are like, oh, we have no use for you. Goodbye. Like Noah Vonley. Noah Vonley got bought out because they had no use for him after they traded, after um, the Spurs traded for him. Um, why would teams, why would players not want to come to the Celtics? They'll give you a, a, a deal and you're chasing a ring. Hello. Fair enough. That's why Blake Griffin is on the Celtics, is it not? Like, like respectfully, why would Blake Griffin be on the Celtics if, if it wasn't for getting a ring? What What does he do? What does he do besides like by, like play on back to backs with Al, which I don't think he's doing anymore because Rob Williams is healthy.
1: Yeah, his minutes are like whatever stuff that is without uh, or since um, Robson Dak is like
0: wild. Like he's a cool, he's a cool guy to have on the team. We have Blake Griffin. That's awesome. That's awesome to say you have Blake Griffin.
1: Does that even help like Team Morale? Though? Like does that Yeah, really it helps here? Team
0: Morale. They they like him. They like him on the team. Pritchard likes him. Grant likes him. Um, I know Tatum likes him. So so they like him. What what do you what does he do? <laughs> what besides like get the kinda, occasional eat, minutes?
1: like yeah as you say he kind of eats minutes but like
0: he can't shoot as well as he could, like, last year. He, cool, He's a, he hustles, okay? He's I, a, I he's promise a you, like like, he wears 91 because he hustles, because he likes to hustle. He gets you jersey sales. I've never seen, outside of Taco Fall, I have never seen a guy who does not get minutes have jerseys and shirts selling in TD Garden. Celtics don't get to sell a lot of t-shirts because it's primarily the Bruins' own TD Garden. So it's all Bruins, like, they have a whole thing if you haven't been to the Pro Shop in TD Garden, there's a center rack of all Bruins shirts. Just, just every player you could think of is there. Celtics, their shirts are very limited. It's it's Rob, um, Smart, Jalen, Jason. I think Pritchard might be there. And then, no, no, it's not Pritchard. It's uh, Horford. And then it's Blake Griffin.
1: Which, I mean,
0: what? Like, it's just the most random thing. Like, I know he was an all-star. He was all NBA. He was an MVP candidate years ago. He was one of the most electrifying players in the sport. He was the number one overall pick. What the hell does he do? He walks in. He'll take a few charges. He'll hustle for rebounds and steals. Dude, you could grab someone off the street and go, yo, Come here. I want you to hustle for rebounds, get some steals, just not, draw some like, charges. Not we'll not give even we'll i not, you not even get
1: steals. He's a below average defender. That's not a time. We'll give you a million
0: dollars to, to draw charges and dive for loose balls and just grab rebounds. We will give you a million dollars to do that.
1: You could think, find anyone to do that. Yeah, I think if you like took him but then like swapped his name with like an average NBA player like you, they, they wouldn't have signed him or like there'd be no value because and like... you
0: can't even look at him and be like oh maybe for veteran experience sure but you can't look at him and be like we signed him for championship experience he's never been out of the goddamn second round the farthest like... he got with the Clippers is the second round the farthest he got with Brooklyn the second round the the Pistons he didn't even he didn't even win a single game with the Pistons in the playoffs, he got hurt he ruined his career. Trying to beat Milwaukee with the Pistons, he <laughs> ruined his career doing. That. He's not a winner. He's never won, like anything big outside of Rookie of the Year, and a dunk contest. He's never won. So the only reason I think they signed him was jersey sales, veteran leadership, and just having that name on the bench. Because really, now that Rob's back, you have zero use for the guy. I wouldn't mind trading him. That's a lot. I actually would like to get him a ring just so he can go off in peace.
1: Uh, his, his one ring will no, be the Celtics. No,
0: even, if, even if you trade him, he still gets a ring. If, Joe, if we won a ring last year, Joe Johnson finally would have won a championship. Uh, Ines, do you think they would have given NS Cantor a ring? No. Ugh, it's disgusting to think about. Hey NS, I know Ines you. Uh, anas um, here's your ring. Oh, I'm sorry for uh, calling, saying you guys blackballed me and uh, cussing you out on national TV. Thank you for my ring. Could you <laughs> imagine? Could you imagine they send they send it they sent uh, they sent him a ring after he said talked. Crap about the team on national TV on Fox.
1: Could you self silver wouldn't allow it either? Because they said about the NBA. God.
0: Oh no, silver wouldn't have allowed it, but like, geez. So it's but it's it was it was fun last year looking at that roster and being with the amount of moves they made and be like Josh Richardson, Joe Johnson, all these guys could have gotten rings. Because remember, before because I, I have been saying I want to wrap this up, do you remember the 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 stretch in December? last year, where every player in the league got COVID? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. That was the funniest and the most fun I've ever had watching the NBA. (laughs) What's his name? Who came back to Miami? Mario Chalmers played on the Heat. Mario friggin' Chalmers played in Miami. Joe Johnson got like three minutes with the Celtics. There were some names that like popped. Isaiah Thomas was on like three teams. There were names that popped up that you had not heard in forever that were getting minutes. I think Celtics signed like CJ Miles. And I think they signed Justin Jackson too. I think this is like their third go around with Justin Jackson. They just like having him. I don't know why. They just do. But he just like exists on a bench. (laughs) So, are we good to wrap this up?
1: I believe so. Expect the, more episodes soon.
0: We're in the eighty-third minute, but we also have to edit out like three minutes. So yeah, and um we're a
1: hundred and twenty or not uh, hour and twenty minute episode.
0: Yeah, so we are currently in um as we wrap this up, we're in discussions with two guests and it's not like it's Kyle Draper. With all due respect to Kyle Draper, it's not like it's just some NBC host. These are two names you'll know. And, and we talked, I talked to one of them and it was planning on just being him, but he was like, Hey, I can get this guy on too. And we were like, um, yes. And I want to say, cause I'll tell you, he goes, I can get Tom Brady on too. I've got, I nearly had a heart attack. I was like, are you, are you serious? He <laughs> goes, no, I'm, I'm joking, man. Like he would never do this. I was like, yeah, I, I know. I imagine. I don't that. think Tom Brady wants to talk about the Boston Celtics. i like, <laughs> I promise you. I didn't even know this guy wanted to talk about the Celtics. I'm going to be brutally honest. He doesn't. He's don't it's, say it. it's no no no. I'm not saying it. I I will tell you. It, it's weird because he wasn't a basketball player. You can just do what you want with that information. But it's weird. Like like with Shannon Sharp. It's weird seeing Shannon Sharp talk about basketball because he he was he's a football hall of famer, right? Yeah. It's, it is weird seeing, like, former, like, football players go and have, like, talk shows about the NBA or the MLB. It's, it's, it is weird to watch that. But, yeah. So, um, we'll wrap this up, and I'll edit it, and it'll be out. So, it will be out January 23rd, 2023. And we will release Mondays. We'll probably record Saturdays and Sundays and release Mondays. So, you know, we're we're back.
1: All right. Peace.
0: Peace.